Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Christopher Czar and it's time for today's stretch for Monday, November 29th, 2021. And as always, I'm just checking in on you. What's up? How was your weekend? How was your holiday? Did you have a good time? Have you bought some great gifts for your loved ones? Maybe that special one for yourself. You know, my lady listeners out there, if you remember the podcast episode about the Tracy dog, hope you picked one up for you. Sounds like a pretty magical instrument. Speaking of magical instruments, you probably hear me use one right now, maybe in the background. That is the old reliable grinder. Of course, it's a sharp stone because, you know, I'm not a not a fool. Uh, and the reason why I'm uh, using that old grinder is because today's episode is a special 420 edition uh, brought to you by zaryogastudio.com <laughs> self-plug self-promotion yeah uh, I am doing a uh, cyber Monday deal uh, and I'm gonna have it going on all week uh, so between now and Friday at midnight I will have a discounted uh, amount for the membership on my website zaryogastudio.com. If you go there and take me up on that offer, you can lock yourself in for $19.99 a month for all the meditations you can want from me, for all the asana practice you could want from me, the yoga nidra, the progressive relaxation, you know, and even take advantage of the uh, one-on-one that I give for free on Thursday. You just got to be the first to call dibs and I'll hook you up. Do something personal just for you. It's a crazy deal. Take advantage of it and uh, use me while you can. Okay? <laughs> Treat me like that side piece you had in college and use me while you can. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get a bit silly on today's podcast and I hope you don't mind uh, because there's a lot of silliness going out there in the world right now. Um, like, for example, my brother Devin, oh Devin, he got into a motorcycle accident and uh, you know, the worst thing that happened to him in that accident, of course, was that his motorcycle got totaled and he suffered a, a sprain to one of his ankles. Thank goodness he didn't have a, a complete break, let alone an amputation as uh, I've known one or two people needing to have required after a similar motorcycle accident but it just seems silly that a boy riding a motorcycle on the back streets in his neighborhood would get hit by a car like car what are you doing why are you hitting my brother that just seems silly you know what else is silly is i think that the 80s mullet is coming back (laughs) i don't have too much evidence to confirm this but my brother that's in high school has currently been wearing his hair mullet style and I'm noticing that mustaches are making a return and so I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, are the youngsters doing cocaine again? Who knows? <laughs> Hopefully not with the whole fentanyl thing going around. <laughs> take it easy on yourselves. Take it easy on your nostrils, okay? You know, make sure you use a neti pot every once in a while just for your own sake. Flush that baby out. Do yourself a favor and keep your sinuses clean because, you know, breathing's only a little bit important. (laughs) 
<laughs> Only a little bit. Is it as important as hitting them ski slopes? I'm not sure. I'm not the right guy to ask on that subject. Uh, but yeah, this 420 episode is happening because I couldn't get it in this morning. Yeah, couldn't get the podcast in on a Monday morning like I usually do. And so what I'm doing instead is uh, sitting down here you know, 420 in the afternoon. Well, now obviously it's a few minutes in. After you know, I got done with my run of classes in the middle of the day. And uh, I have some uh, more sessions to do in a few hours. So, you know, this uh, little session isn't going to affect my workflow, my service to the students at that time. And I wouldn't want that to happen because I care deeply about the practice that I offer to my students. And I'm not really sure if cannabis would enhance or detract from, but I'm just not going to risk it because, you know, I'm a university professor. So, you know. Do the best you can when you're the university professor and then when, you know, you're being the comedian, be the best comedian you can. (laughs) How about that? Sound like a deal? (laughs) So, the story of Hanukkah. (laughs) Can we talk about the story of Hanukkah? No, says my roommate. (laughs) Mostly because he's been a... Working at the club for the last 15 hours, being a trooper, lost his voice. So, you know, I have a little bit of sympathy for it, but I want to know. And I've lived a couple of years with a Jewish roommate, and not once, not once, have I heard the story of Hanukkah. But I think I have an idea. (laughs) And the idea goes like this. On Sunday night, And not just any Sunday, but the Sunday after Thanksgiving. (laughs) Because, you know, that's how the world works. Thanksgiving happens, right? Universal holiday. (laughs) Air quotes. And after that, Cyber Monday happens. And is it for any reason? Is it for any reason? (laughs) Yes, that is why the first candle is lit. Because when the first candle gets lit, everything goes on sale for 50%. Is that even really that funny? To me it is. And does that make me anti-Semitic? I don't think so. But what I do know is that on the first night of Hanukkah, what I did, and I mean this on accident, (laughs) but I think this should happen on the first night of Hanukkah anyway. And that thing is, everybody should watch Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. (laughs) That is the best way to celebrate the first night of Hanukkah. And I mean it. To give people a little respect. Huh? Does that sound good? Sounds good to me. Because if it wasn't for the fact that we killed Adolf Hitler, we wouldn't have Cyber Monday. And that's a fact. (laughs) So, 
I mean, really, like you look at the national socialist regime of Adolf Hitler and you think to yourself, oh, yeah, yep, yep, that is the type of leader that's going to lead us to the internet. (laughs) Yeah, like if we kill, if we don't kill Adolf Hitler, do we even get to the internet? This is what we talk about on night two of Hanukkah. No, actually, for real. Uh, what I'm going to do right now, live, on air, because I love you, is do my first ever Google search for Hanukkah. And Hanukkah is celebrated, according to the first thing on Google, as a Jewish festival celebrated by Jews worldwide between late November and early December. It commemorates the victory of the Maccabees, um, or the Rugrats, the Maccabees, a small army of Jewish people fighting against King, a name that I can't pronounce, the fourth, of Syria, (laughs) and commemorating the rededication of the temple in Jerusalem in 164 B.C., after three years of war, I, I had to take a moment to uh, narrow my eyes because I couldn't tell if that was a four, just kidding, a six or an eight. But in any case, uh, I'm going to try to say the name of the king, King Antiochus, Antiochus, A-N-T-I-C-H-U-S, the fourth of Syria, a small army of Jewish people fighting against this king was a reason to celebrate. Now, is it a reason to celebrate in the same way that we celebrate the Inglorious Bastards? Yes, America. <laughs> yes, it is. Now, if you are a culture of people who can throw a festival, I'd say you're a pretty rad culture of people. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Now, is that the only requirement of being a solid culture? No. But if you have an iconic lineup of nine candles, one in the middle, four on each side, and you also have something called a dreidel, I think you're pretty sick. (laughs) Hebrews go hard. But there's a revolt. There's a revolt that happened in the second century before the common era. Right? So something around Jesus. (laughs) Uh, Just before that. You know, because Jews, they're Old Testament. Okay? (laughs) They're into Christianity before Christianity was cool. Right? Before the sun came, okay? Yeah, Christians and Jews, man. You guys don't have as much beef. Because your books are connected. Yeah, that's it, right? You got you to connect the books. You can't separate. I mean, they're separate, but you got if you connect them, you're cool. <laughs> and um, the Hebrew calendar is its own calendar. It's not the great, sorry. 
Hebrew calendar is different than the Gregorian candle calendar, which is what uh, we go by here in the common era, at least in the United States of America and the world order that we're a part of. Uh, the one that conducts business by any means. Uh, got different dates than the Hebrew calendar. And the Hebrew calendar is different. If I'm not talking out my ass here, uh, a lunar calendar. Oh, let's see. It already says a lunisolar calendar used today for Jewish observance. And it's the official calendar of the state of Israel. It determines the dates for the Jewish holidays and the appropriate public reading of Torah portions. I've always been interested in the idea of how we organized our dates. <laughs> like, at some point, there was a collection of people who were like, okay, all together now. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> you know, like, I wonder if they had to do the negative math. Probably not. <laughs> like, things are probably done retrospectively, but at some point, just for kicks, somebody was like, yeah, that happened eight years ago. Oh, so like a negative five? In five before that person died? <laughs> BC, before Christ. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny how, like, information that you think, no, just gets jumbled together. Like, that's what happens. That's definitely what happens. When uh, you're talking about a time before the internet... People just mit mishmashing shit together. Like, I heard that. Uh, yeah, like that rumor about Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> uh, that's going to be one of my favorite running jokes. <laughs> rumor has it. <laughs> yeah, then you go to Google it and you're like, what is this about Eisenhower? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Eisenhower and Abraham Lincoln <laughs> were the uh, founding fathers of establishing the unique candle called the Shamash, the attendant, as it were. <laughs> Again, just fucking around. Not Abraham Lincoln, but they don't have a name here. Um, and this lighting of the nine branches, commonly called a menorah or Hanukkah, um, there's an element of symbolism to it. One branch is typically placed above or below the others, and this is the candle that lights the other eight. Um, I'm actually genuinely sorry if I butcher the name, I don't mean to make that as a joke. Um, but the shamash, the attendant, uh, is lighting one candle each night. And until all eight are lit together, and that happens on the final night of the festival, uh, you perform festivities, singing songs, playing the game of the dreidel, 
and eating. Ooh, so taboo. Oil-based foods. <laughs> I gotta let my roommate know that. <laughs> Eat your oil-based foods, bro. <laughs> Get some avocado. <laughs> uh, splurge on that avocado, okay? Uh, not just fucking around. Um, but uh, latkes. Fuck, those are good. And um, dairy foods are things that get consumed. And since the 1970s, um, there's a worldwide Chabad Hasidic movement that has initiated public menorah lightings in open public places in many countries, which, you know, wouldn't have happened if it weren't for the inglorious bastards. Yeah. I hope not too many people actually think that I, I believe the historical events that took place in World War II weren't based in truth for the inglorious bastards. So before you come at me, just know I'm doing my best. Okay. Um, but as you can see, I am bold enough and playful enough <laughs> bold enough no i just if there is something significant that i don't know i like to look into it and nothing is a sacred cow to me if that makes sense i hope it does and am i sharing this in the public you know to let the world know hey man trying to be chill I hope this is it. In any case, uh, I'm on Wikipedia <laughs> because I've been doing enough uh, heartfelt inner work lately. And from Wikipedia, I can also tell you that although it's a relatively minor holiday in strictly religious terms, it's attained multiple, <laughs> major cultural significance in North America. So the dedication, the verb that Hanukkah derives is meaning to dedicate. And on Hanukkah, these Jews, the Maccabees, <laughs> Maccabean, regained control of Jerusalem and rededicated the temple. Now, to me, that's pretty cool. It's also a little bit suspect. Like regained control? From whom were they uh, seeking to oppress? <laughs> I'm just fucking around. I'm just fucking around. That's not why people control land. <laughs> um... But for real, like, uh, there's a lot of strife that I see in the world related to, uh, Jews in particular. And I'm not Jewish. I'm not Jewish at all. You know, I 23 and me'd me. 
<laughs> and there's nothing in my DNA that suggests um, any Jew, which bummer. Because <laughs> I feel like you have a little bit of clout. <laughs> but clout aside. It's cool to see a movement of people like, dang, you made it. Like you made it happen. And that's a, a tough thing to accept sometimes. Like a loss in chess, like fuck. Using every possible mental faculty you have available to you. And every decision you made was yours. And you lose. Why? Because another person made it happen. Maybe you had some unforced errors. Sure, sure. But the person that beats us made it happen. So I have some humility, and that's because I've lost enough in life. And I'm saying that from, I feel like, a decently privileged place, too. Like, not just, you know, uh. <laughs> uh, to the woke, but just playing this straight up. I know people who have lost quite a bit more. And so, at least from where I'm sitting. If people make it happen and they win, damn, congrats. <laughs> Let me dap you up. And a long time ago, there was a, a holy place, a place so holy it was called the temple. And they made it happen. So how do we celebrate? Cyber fucking Monday. <laughs> Let's go. 50% off. Send it, son. <laughs> and then on the next day? On the next day after that, you know, it's fucking Tuesday. So dun, 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 dun. Let's eat tacos. <laughs> All right. Cause we're in San Diego. Duh. The tacos are going to be 50% off. Let's go. I'm in a heartfelt mood. You can tell. Also, you might be thinking to yourself, damn, Chris, slow down a little bit after you had a, your little 420 break. And I did. <laughs> I did. I get heartfelt. I get curious. I get playful. 
I like exploring ideas in that area. And sometimes, you know, I get to some place that's a little bit fucked up and I wonder, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> and when that stuff comes up, I notice it makes people laugh. And I love that so much, so very much. Making people laugh, making people happy, bringing some light to the world, exploring meaning. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing at 28 years old. When you contemplate the divine, what comes to mind? And that is a big question to ask. <laughs> And I wonder how often it gets asked at a university setting. And is that supposed to be asked in a university setting outside of philosophy? Certainly in yoga. Tell me yoga doesn't have philosophy. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> You're a part of the movement that's segmenting and appropriating yoga. I don't want to hear any of that. I say angrily and throw the Bobby chair. <laughs> Bobby, take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah, I know. Try to have more of a John Wooden atmosphere to me. There's a, a cultivation of, dare I say, spirits. Because <laughs> like yoga is spiritual, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you take the spirit out of yoga, what do you get? You get cultural appropriation. I did it again. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I'm not woke, I promise. I just know the punchline to the joke. And so we get to the very end of the semester. And this is the last question before they get asked to do their final. And the Christian God by happenstance was brought up first. And I was a little bit surprised, actually. And the Christian God as a figure who provided a set standard or guideline to judge against. There are situations which are created, so there's a creator of good and bad for you, and also this creator can provide ideas. It's a guiding light, and it rewards manifestations from prayer, which was also articulated as like sending good energy out. Good energy, man. And that was cool. I mean, we really pulled some things apart. That wasn't what was said right away. But after that, the second person talked about karma. And that this force that's larger than them, when they contemplate about it, what they get to is karma. The action of what you're doing coming back to you is what they said. And there's also a quest of finding self that is completed by contemplating divinity. I'm like, damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, 
And for that person, they weren't religious or Christian, but uh, they figure Jesus is believed in as an example of living a good life. And I was like, damn, okay, well, let's continue on. Group three, what you got for me? (laughs) And you're going to love this. Um, The universe is a collection of atoms. We are a bag of cells floating on a rock. (laughs) I'm like, yes, hard 90, let's go. (laughs) Ah, man. Yeah, I... The echo chamber, man. I, I love, I love seeing the expansion out, and um, that was all that was said about that. That was all that was really needed to be said about that. And the follow up to that was, uh, interestingly enough, previously connected to by a previous teacher of mine. That's a little bit of foreshadowing. But the fourth thing was, when they contemplate the divine. What comes to mind is an all-knowing, omnipresent power which rules over the world. And that world is a singular world where everything is connected. And this is according to the law of one. Now, it was not said that well. (laughs) But again, we stripped it down. We pieced it together. And I was like, damn, (laughs) I would have not have gotten here by myself. This is, this is rad. Number five was Shinto Buddhism. And this person was from the region of Northern Japan where Shinto Buddhism gets studied and (laughs) very politely, very humbly, very Shyly. Uh, claimed not to be super well versed in it, and she did her best with what she knew. And I appreciated that so much. And I said, No, it's cool. It's really cool. I'll I'll look into it because I don't know much about Shinto Buddhism. But from what little I've heard about it, it seems pretty rad. So thanks. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> um, but animism. animist it's like where everything that has life has spirit like they're connected to god and are considered sacred and certainly are appreciated i was like whoa okay so when you consider the divine. You don't see it as something else. You see it as all the things that are here, which have spirit. <laughs> That's pretty rad. <laughs> Number six, what you got for me? And uh, it was simply what you put out is what you get back. Now, was that the grand finale? Sorry. (laughs) We got there in the class and I was all like, yeah, you know. And sometimes that, um, that really just drives the whole thing home. 